1: We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: This is The Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on Send, the sports betting network.
3: three of the nightcap as we have nine teams remaining in the NCAA tournament in about a half hour. We'll have seven or seven, <laughs> eight <laughs> math, not a strength of mine. Uh As uh, Miami and Iowa State finishing things up here, eight and a half minutes to go in the second half with Miami leading 51 to 44 and it's now 53 to 44. Miami trying to stretch itself away from the Cyclones, and uh, set up a showdown with
4: Kansas so in the Elite Eight. Answer this question for me. Mm-hmm. What's the number? Actually, we just got the number for you guys. Uh, North Carolina's minus eight uh, versus St. Peter's on Sunday. What's the number, Miami versus Kansas? Um, well, I tend to think this is a, that's a terrible matchup for Kansas, I think. I don't. I mean, they'll win. I don't think so. Cigar bet. Uh, let me see what the line is first. I I think Miami could cover. What do you think the line's gonna be? Four? No, no, no. It was remember seven today with Providence. Yeah, I know Miami's better than Providence. Mmm, they're comparable. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm not talking about those metrics. Remember that it's an aggregate. I'm talking about based on what I've seen in the tournament. I understand, but you don't set lines. I know. I'm so masking. It won't be four. No, that's crazy. It'll be. Well, think about this. St. Peter's, North Carolina was two and a half points lower than me and you thought. It'll be eight. I'm going to go five. I'm going to go five. And I'm saying I'm taking Miami money line. I think that's a bad matchup for Kansas. Because Remy Martin doesn't have any advantage over Miami's guards. And that's kind of the only thing that's been sustained in Kansas is is Remy Martin. He won't have that advantage over Miami's guards. Um, And he's not a very disciplined defender, so he will get in foul trouble. Yeah, I think it'll be –
3: so it opened eight with Providence, got bet down to six and a half. Yeah, I think it's probably seven and a half, eight. I think that's probably what we're looking at. I'll be shocked. I'm going five. Yeah, you're wrong, but you can
4: bet that. We'll find out, hopefully, before the show is over. Let's just go Uh, over Yeah, so DraftKings,
3: once again, has set it at eight, North Carolina. Uh, We can't bet DraftKings in Vegas. Uh, I would bet eight. I would lay eight with North Carolina. Yeah. I,
4: know, I know North yeah. Carolina, yeah. Look, I don't like the match with St. Peter's. I know St. Peter's, look yeah. the Peacock's. I, I, I said that before, I don't like I the match I was matchup. wrong, I was wrong. You know, all you yeah. Peacock lovers out there, all the people who bet, that number's short. Yeah, Love and Davis are better than Purdue's guards, and that includes Jaden Ivey. I don't care about draft status. Jaden Ivey played. I'm talking about as college players right now, Love and, and Davis will give St. Peter's fits. Jaden Ivey was. And you know what's crazy? North 100%. Carolina plays bigger than Purdue. Oh, 100%. That's why they're so dominant on the boards. I just think it's a terrible matchup for St. Zach Eady had two yeah. rebounds. He's seven four. Yeah, but I told you that. Like I told you, he's right. just tall. All right, Captain. You
2: no, know, I'm just I saying.
3: know everything
4: over I there. I not say that. Just, just, don't get all your feelings. I just. I'm not, but, my exact evaluation of Eady was he's just big. And what? He's very effective when he can reach up and touch the rim. But if you push him out, even to the the circle for for the charges. He doesn't really have a bat, the basket game. He doesn't really have, like, a mid-range jumper. He doesn't move his feet great on defense. And then the, my, my critique of Williams was fundamentally, I mean, he's very bad. And he does, like, all these cute things. And when he come in the game, turnover. I mean, he's playing against a guy that's, like, six inches shorter than second him.
3: Second half, I would say Travion Williams. He did. He played better for Williams was the only one who really played well in the second half.
4: But even most of those were putbacks. But then again, when they really needed him, He's doing the, the Hakeem Olajuwon shake what, what, instead of just being tall and big. Yeah, what
3: drove me crazy about Travion Williams today, I mean, he brings the ball down every single time. He thinks he's a point guard. Yeah.
4: Um, like, when he gets the ball in the post, he's looking to pass more so than, okay, I've got a inferior guy guarding me from a size standpoint. The refs are dying to put him in foul trouble. Let me force their hand. Look, we'll see. We got to get Miami to the game first. They are up, up seven, up no nine, nine yeah. right under eight minutes. By the way, if Miami wins and covers,
3: the house now there's you know totals and all that stuff, but on the pre-flop spreads, they would lose every game. Wow, every game tonight. So then you wonder, when did they get their revenge? Is it tomorrow?
4: With I don't, I if my guess would be. When I look at tomorrow, I got to feel like the money is going to be 50-50. You
3: know I think same. Houston, I think Houstonville, no, I think it'll be, it'll be, be, it'll be shaded Duke. Duke. Yeah, oh, but yeah. the other
4: game will be 50-50. I agree. Yeah.
3: I think there might be, if I had to I guess. I would
4: say, oh, if, if you had to make me put a big wager, it'd always be Houston and the points. Because I think, I think the teams are even. But then again, knowing how Villanova shoots free throws, I mean, it's just, in a tight game like that, I mean, they're not going to miss their free throws late.
3: Yeah, looks like eight is the true number. So if you like it, uh, we'll see if that gets driven up. I'm very curious to see, Sean, uh, what ultimately happens with with that number. I would lay the eight. I would, with UNC. This seems reasonable. But once again, I have been, I didn't bet St. Peter's Murray State, but I was wrong. I thought that would be a Murray State victory for sure. And then obviously today was just a, you were right, I was wrong. It was a terrible bet by me, and uh, they, they, Came through. So, I mean, this St. Peter's team, I, I'd be very curious, Sean, to see what the public does here. Because as we talked about, the public was in love with the Peacocks mm-hmm. today. And now they're playing North Carolina. Now that game is at eight. It's in single digits, right? Think about where we were. Mm-hmm. 18 and a half against Kentucky. Murray State, I can't remember off the this top of my head. Nine. Eight yes. and a half, nine. Somewhere in that. Okay. Nine. That sounds about right. Twelve and a half, 13 today. And now eights. So is this the time where the public says, okay, we're done with with St. Peter's, or are they just gonna keep rolling with it? Yeah, i I think it's a bad matchup for them. I think Armando I think to your point, I do believe like Armando Baycott is going to have a day. Yeah. And and the thing about them is, you know, they actually play multiple guys with size. They don't sub one out while well, the other. I mean, Brady Manic is six nine. He can step out,
4: hit threes. Um, well, let me simplify it for you like this: Love and Davis are superior ball handlers to anybody that Purdue has, and so a lot of St. Peter's defensive pressure comes from the fact that they crowd the dribbler, they crowd the ball handler. Jay a bunch of turnovers, very uncomfortable. See, North Carolina is a different animal because Love and Davis are going to flourish, you know, with that kind of pressure. You know, they can get to the rim, they can knock down threes. You know, North Carolina runs a lot of back cuts. You know, when you do double, you got headbands sitting over there, knocking down the threes. Brady <laughs> Manic, yes. yeah. And, and then you know, Bacot they're going, you know, they're, they're going to the, they're, they're rebounding, they, they rebounded a high level. So the only chance St. Peter's would have Sunday is if they can get North Carolina in foul trouble because they're not very. Good. They have no depth, right? That's That'd right. be the only way they can get them in trouble. And I just don't see it because, and, and it's, so I, I would love to, to be able to, to ask Shaheen Holloway this question. Why doesn't he play Murray more with Banks? See, Murray comes in with that second unit, mm-hmm. but he has elite handle. He can get to the rim. I, I almost feel like they're better offensively if he played Murray and Banks together. But, I mean, you can't argue with him because he's got them to this point. But I think in the North Carolina game, for them to have a shot, they need to play those two at the same time. Because i just be drive, 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 make the refs, call fouls on Love and Davis. If you can get those guys in foul trouble and take them out of the game, I mean, then you're cool. But if they're playing the whole game, evidence by the night, Love had three at the half. He erupted for, what was it, 25, 26 in the second half? So, I mean, they're just so... R.J. Davis went for 30-plus against Baylor. I saw R.J. Davis at Cameron. I mean, single-handedly, give me nightmares against my Dukies, so... Oh, God. Iowa State...
3: Come on, just lose by seven, Cyclones. Just lose by seven, seven
4: or less. Seven would be nice. Right. I have seven and a half. So right, but seven or less. Seven would be nice. Yeah. let's get out of here. They're teetering on this nine right now. Yeah, Miami's
3: trying to pull away here. So it, it's it's seeming that it's going to be Miami against Kansas in the. That's a bad matchup for Kansas. Midwest regional final.
4: And more so, I want you to think back to the Auburn game and the nightmare that Miami gave Auburn. And Kansas has better guards than Auburn. I don't think so. Come on. I think no, 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 no. Not from a Come on. ball handling athleticist. They have better guards from basketball IQ. But you telling me three from Kansas and Remy Martin bring more to the table than the two from uh Auburn? I, I mean, don't think so. Abaji is gonna be just fine. Yeah, he's camp. good. He's really good. I mean yeah, he's a big yeah. 12 player of the year. But Jabari Smith, you know, he had an off night shooting. Was uh, a A plus night everywhere else. Then Kessler's better than McCormick. Uh, granted, Miami got him in foul trouble. Yeah, he
3: played six minutes in that game. Yeah, they he got him in foul completely trouble. Completely lost.
4: So my question for you is, Miami made him get in foul trouble by attacking him. So can you see the same thing happening to McCormick? I almost think Kansas is better
3: when he's kind of off the floor. I think I think Mitch Lightfoot tonight played better than McCormick for fair. the most part. So that's fair. Um.
2: Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession.
1: But the problem
4: is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake.
5: As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Wouldn't be tempted by Miami
5: and the Points. I'm not
3: saying that. Yeah, I'm, going, Kansas, I'm going money line. I would say Kansas. I mean, we get cigar bet it just straight up.
4: you nah, you're money line. I got to see what the spread is first. <laughs> Jeez, I was trying to jump the gun. Slow down, Potna? You just got nine cigars today. Because I'm brilliant at what I do. I actually got ten. I forgot about my Gonzaga total wins versus uh, Tyler Boyd Super Bowl catches.
3: Once again, the peak activity was not there. It was pretty quiet. It was, yeah, you know.
4: Hey, man, setback for a major comeback. Keep All telling right. you. I'm
3: going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead. I feel like I need to go back and find the Villanova clip. I didn't retweet it. The when, Fighting Uncles. When they, got a, when they got a two seed. Hey, the Fighting
4: Uncles. They're in the I Elite mean, Eight. Yeah, I've said I don't like the way they play. I've never wavered on that. Yeah. They're a good basketball team, though. A lot further than Auburn, Tennessee. We're going to find out. Houston's for real.
3: Iowa State and Miami. Wrapping things up it is the nightcap.
2: This is the Nightcap on V the sports betting network.
3: If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city caps designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Miami putting the finishing touches on Iowa State. They have their largest lead of the evening, leading 58-46 to 46 right now over the Cyclones. And uh, Iowa State right now, the lid is on the hoop as Miami trying to put this one to bed. Uh, three games that have gone final here tonight. Earlier this evening, what a win! What a stunner! And uh, cash some nice money line tickets. St. Peter's beats Purdue. That game closed as a thirteen point spread, and here at circa plus six seventy on the money line in favor of the Peacocks. Providence in Kansas, the uh, Friars get a cover late in that one. As uh, you saw some steam coming in on Providence, a popular dog went as low as six and a half at some spots, seven in others, and Providence wins by five, but Kansas does get the victory. The under in both of those early games come home, and the under also comes home in UNC and UCLA. So, unders three and zero, and will be four and zero today, uh, which is usually good for the house, mm-hmm. which is going to get absolutely trucked because UNC was a popular dog. St. Peter's was very, very popular, and the money line was a just crusher. And then Providence was a popular dog too, so we do have a line out. And uh, Circa's already moved off the eight to eight and a half, Sean, in favor of the Tar Heels as Miami is uh, is is wrapping this thing up. They just got an and one. Miami going to be moving on to the Elite Eight to take on Kansas. And
4: I'm sitting here and I had a tremendous day and I'm frustrated <laughs> because I went to click North Carolina in game plus two and a half plus 150, and it didn't go through. And I sat here and said, this game has the feel that Miami's going to pull away. And I didn't click it. And what were they, minus one and a half? In the second half? I mean, I should have been all over that. Should have been all over that. Man.
3: Yeah, nice win for UNC over uh, over UCLA. So, um, waiting for this game to conclude. Once again, Miami will take on... Uh, Kansas, that'll be tomorrow. That'll be on Sunday. Tomorrow's games, we'll get into a little bit deeper as well uh, with Arkansas and Duke and Houston Villanova. Houston Villanova will be the early game. Uh, that game will take place at 6:09 Eastern, 3:09 Pacific. And Arkansas Duke will be the the evening affair in uh, out in San Francisco. What's what's on the docket there for you there,
4: Dookie? Uh, I was just telling you know my guys in the back, Nick, Aaron, everybody that uh. I might need to parlay Duke and North Carolina together. Okay. The tobacco Road parlay. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if I can I don't think I can get even money, because I think North Carolina's like minus 360 or something, I think. On oh, if you did line. a
3: straight money line, yeah, I think no, they're like minus Probably 360, not 360,
4: yeah. But uh, it's bound to happen, right? And I don't think I need the money line in North Carolina, but.
3: Yeah, I would love a rogue seven and a half, but uh, I don't know if we're going to get there. Um, I mentioned Circa's already gone to eight and a half. South Point just posted they've got an eight. Anyone everywhere else is a uh, is an eight right the now. Stations
4: has eight and a half. Yeah. They've got Duke three and a half, and they've got Houston two and a half. Duke three and a half. Yeah. Huh? So I feel like I'm. Interesting. Yeah. You'd
3: actually get if it's three and a half. You I'm probably getting a get
4: half a point, right?
3: Okay, so Aaron
4: just said so. You, Duke and North Carolina are even money exactly. If you did a money line parlay, yeah.
3: All right. By the way, come on, Iowa State. Yeah, there's seven. Of Seven. Remember, I took while Derek was here, I took uh, seven and a half in game to try to, to middle this as they promptly turn it over. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I you know once again when you're doing in game betting, um, hey, you hey. take about a quarter of what you initially put in your first bet you and try to middle it and. Well, it won't be a, a full victory, but uh, that's all right. You, at Miami, clearly the right side as they're just throwing alley-oops now. And uh, that's going to be a fun one on Kansas. It is? I, I mean, I agree. I think I, I would be certainly interested in Miami and the points. And, uh, I mean, hey, who am I to knock you, Sean? Because I told you that Purdue would not only win, they'd cover. And uh, they lost outright. So, hey, who am I? Hey, that's okay, man. I know. Sean is very, uh, Sean, this is, you know, Sean's very confident now. No,
4: I'm just gracious in victory. You know, I've I've won so much in my life. You know what I mean?
3: I'm
4: just saying. I mean, I said it was a win for the nightcap. How, Sean? We were against each other. Yeah, but we have a show together. Makes no sense. It does, because one of us is right. Everybody listens to the show and just follow my bets or just follow your bets. Like, they kind of make the decisions. I just was very proud of the discussion we had prior to the game. I thought it was was very educational. I thought it was well thought out. I thought you made valid points. I thought I made you know extremely valid points. And you know just so happens that the coach in me you know saw some subtleties that maybe the metrics analytics world didn't. Now, it could be completely different tomorrow. We'll find out. Are you good? I'm just saying.
3: Yeah.
4: It's what it is. How'd that Tennessee Michigan game go? Not well. Yeah. I was wrong from the beginning though, but again, <laughs> I was wrong not in that particular game, because that's kind of like micro as opposed to macro. I was wrong in the fact that I thought the SEC was the best conference. Because remember, my final four had Kentucky, uh, Auburn, Auburn and Tennessee. Yeah. So like my Tennessee, Michigan was tied into Auburn, Miami. You know, I don't really consider like St. Peter's being Kentucky, and you know, I'm like, come on, unless you were rooting for St. Peter's, like <laughs> no one, saw yeah, that. you might have had them Put know, the plus, plus the, the 18. Yeah, but you sure. having to win out, right? No so I did. mean, that kind of just was an outlier. But I felt really good that I had Arkansas. I stuck to my guns and had Arkansas money line against Gonzaga. I know. And I I didn't, let actually, it, I didn't
3: let it detour me. Honestly, I'm frustrated myself about that because when we did our brackets on the show, um, I, I just, I had a hunch that. That Gonzaga, I just didn't feel like they were going to make it out of the region. Mm-hmm. So, I thought that Texas Tech was. And I had Arkansas beating them, but I didn't bet it. So, that's that's the, like, oh, great. Good call, Tim. Did you bet it? No. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well done. You did. Yeah, you've had, You
4: had a nice run here. Yeah. Had a nice run. So, we got games tomorrow. So, now I'm all favorites. Except, I just want to see what the Miami line is. So, Miami's the only dog I like on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah,
3: I I haven't decided what I mean I'm not touching Villanova Houston I'm gonna uh, end on game that.
4: because I like Houston but in my hopes are that Villanova goes up 10 to two and I can get Houston plus money plus points as opposed to laying two and a half you know what
3: I mean yeah I mean it's a it's a you know right now Houston is a or the opposite two and a half point favorite.
4: if Houston jumps up to 102 I can all of a sudden get Villanova plus seven and a half or something you know so uh, that's why I'm just going to end game better. I just think I'll get a much better line if I wait.
3: So, Iowa State, good run, make it to the Sweet 16. Had, what, two wins in conference last year. And now My, uh, Miami putting on the finishing touches of Iowa State, 70-56. to 56. We got any total implications here?
4: Uh, Ooh, it's at 126, and it's 131.5. Should be all right. If they hit a three. Oh, what defense by Miami. Yeah, Miami. That's their second block three in and these a couple sequences. Seconds rolling down on Sunday,
3: it will be Miami and Kansas as three ACC teams moving on to the Elite 8. Miami, wow. Miami and I was Kansas. told
4: this is the worst conference oh, ever. Hey, Aaron, as soon as we get a line on uh Miami Kansas can you uh, alert us of that, please? I'll keep an eye on here. Well, I want you to talk about how bad the ACC is for a second. Oh, my God. Three of the elite eight teams. And understand some context on this. I was peacocking that Duke should be a number one seed. And, you know, my, my co-host, Tim Murray, our good friends, Jared Smith, Jim Root, Matt Humans, everybody, uh, Jimmy Odd, everybody came on the show. Hey. No chance. They don't have any quad one wins. You know they had quad two three losses, and they lost to Miami, who's in the elite eight. Uh, I just wanted to mention that they lost to UNC, who's in the elite eight, and you know, I just needed to get that off my chest. It's not so bracketology is
3: not an opinion. I know. Yeah. It's just numbers. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's it's all numbers, yeah, and Duke know. actually was was given a very, very favorable draw getting a two. I mean, Tennessee by the numbers should have absolutely gotten that two over Duke.
4: But at the end of the day, I mean, that was another, who had the easier path? Doesn't matter. That's the beauty of the NCAA tournament. Yeah,
3: I hear you, like to be right. I mean, UNC gets to play a 15 seed to go to the final four. I know, right? But that 15 seed Good for them. has found ways to beat a 2, a 7, and a 3.
4: Three ACC teams in the Elite Eight. Let's go, Blue Devils. Let's go. What are you, a Regular season what are you, champ you, in one of a the company toughest
2: conferences man? in basketball.
4: For the break. Can you go, like,
3: get a drink to send the show? Good job.
2: This is the Nightcap on v the Sports Betting Network.
3: It is the Nightcap, and we've got ourselves an Elite Eight as Miami puts on the finishing touches to a wonderful day for the public as the public... You looked at betting splits. Won every game tonight. UNC won and covered. St. Peter's won and covered. Kansas won, did not cover. Providence was a very public dog, and Miami was a popular, popular favorite, and they win and cover all the numbers. 70 to 56, the final score. So your elite eights will be on Sunday. Miami. Taking on Kansas, where DraftKings opened eight and is now down to seven.
4: Now down to six and a half. Okay, I thought that number was. That seemed I high. I thought that was funny money. Yeah, it seemed high. Of course, stations hadn't even put it up yet. Yeah, it's down to six and
3: a Jeez. half. No one else has. No one in town has, so don't, oh. don't be yelling at them. Um, and then uh, North Carolina sitting at mostly eight here at Circa is actually an eight. And a half total of 137 for St. Peter's UNC. A total of 151 and a half for the Canes and Jayhawks. Jayhawks leading or minus six and a half in that one, as I mentioned. So, uh, I uh, full disclosure, I'll sit that game out. Which one? Uh, Kansas and Miami. Maybe take the points and try to middle it. I
4: like Miami money line. I think it's a bad matchup for Kansas.
3: We'll see. So here we go. Um, Aaron just sent me a little nugget here for the games that we have. So we have a one versus a 10. That, of course, would be Miami, the 10, and Kansas, the one in the Midwest. Uh, all time. This is straight up. One seeds are six and one against 10 seeds. We have a two versus a four. Uh, that would be Arkansas and Duke. Uh, Arkansas is actually good news for the Razorbacks. Uh, two seeds, four and five all time. Uh, against four seeds. How about this? Very interesting trend here, and these are just trends for you know for fun. Two seeds versus five seeds. One and
4: five are the two seeds all time. I, I think the the number reflects that. Villanova's the two. Houston's the five. Villanova's two and a half. I mean, Houston's two and a half point favorite. Yep.
3: Yeah, I don't I don't know what to do with that. I mean, other than you know my bet that I made on the under, I might just sit back and have that. I, I just. I just think that there needs
4: to be, like, when you come up with the seating for a, a tournament and you're playing these games on neutral courts, I just feel like you seeded bad if a two's playing a five and the five's favored. I just feel like the seating is bad. It's not like it's well, a two and a three. I'll point
3: out to what our good friend Chris Andrews says. They don't make the seedings. No,
4: I'm not, I'm not talking the numbers. And I'm talking about the seedings. Right. Like, when they do the seedings. Like. Yeah, but you can't. But here's the thing, Sean. You can't base seedings
3: off of Vegas power ratings. Okay. You can't. I mean, it's, it's like in college football. You're going to get, you know, ranked teams that are underdogs to unranked teams. Okay. It has to be based up Why are you disagreeing with me? I said, okay. How is that disagreeing with you? I get sensed by your little, okay. okay. I said, okay. No, you did not say it like that. Okay. All right, it's uh, open here at Circa at Kansas minus six,
4: which I think is about right. Yeah, when you guys said eight, and I was like, that's not right. And you guys were trying to tell me that. Were you right? I didn't give a number. You said I said five. You said five. Yeah, five is a lot closer to. Uh, I said seven and a half, eight. Yeah, still five. Which is actually. Where, okay.
3: Aaron, it opened eight.
4: <laughs> I don't see it yet, so I don't know what it opened on what I'm looking at. They still don't have it up yet. Uh, yeah, it's six Yeah. Uh, that just opened over at Caesars, too.
3: So I said five. I thought it would be. I know, and I was actually right, because the first number that posted. Well, seven
4: and a half globally. Is, is further away from six than five is. Did it open eight? It's still further away. Did it open eight? I didn't see that. That's a number that, that you yelled out. I mean, it opened here at circa at six. I still don't have it on my stations app. So it hadn't opened on my stations app yet.
3: So that means it didn't open globally. Because it hasn't opened on your one book that's in Las Vegas. Hey Bank.
4: man, I'm living in my own little bubble. <laughs> you are man. living in your own yeah, little bubble. Absolutely. I think
3: that is the fairest statement you've yeah. ever said in your life. <laughs> I'm living in my
4: I'm own in little my little bubble. I'm in my own
3: bubble. Hey man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Lines are out. Uh DraftKings. Oh, okay. Kings, uh Westgate is now open so six and a half. Stations
4: came six and a half. All right. There
3: you go. Take take your uh, six and a half. Yeah. I would actually take six and a half with Miami. Absolutely. So. We should do a, we should do a show here a little bit. Um, all right, just to uh, quickly go through the box score and uh, and some of the the numbers for tonight. Let's take a look back at Miami winning uh, seventy to fifty six. Uh, they covered the first half. They covered the second half. They win uh, by fourteen. They cover the full game as well. Pull away in this one. Uh, how about uh, Cameron Mcgusty? Who he was tremendous. This is stunning though. Take a look at this. This is the breakdown. Of bets, eighty-one percent of the handle at DraftKings was on Miami. Sixty percent of the bets, and then fifty-eight percent of the handle on UNC. And then you look at the handle on the money line. Sixty-two percent of the handle on the money line on UNC. So just those two games, we know about St. Peter's. Everywhere you looked, uh, different books were. The discrepancy was all over the place. So tough night for the books. Good night for the betters. Very good night for the betters. And believe it or not, it was a good night for me. But, of course, the game that I lost to you was crushing. I didn't, you. I didn't book your bet. I know. Well, you did book that bet. Yeah, I booked that, the that cigars. You did book that I came
4: bet. up 10 sticks tonight. It's yeah, pretty good. Did.
3: Let me see where we're at now. And now he does the count. He never did the count when he was losing. But now he'll happily do the count. Why don't you do that during the break? We'll... Go
4: ahead. I'm listening. I got 20. Okay. Skip that
3: one. How many am I down? I think I'm up three. <laughs> Man,
4: I got... maybe, maybe maybe two. <laughs> Let's see, one, two, three, four, five.
3: Miami over yeah, Iowa State, seventy to fifty-six.
4: Sean is I'm up three. Up three. Yep. All right. Because I think when Aaron did the count, oh. I hadn't uh, marked the uh, the uh, Tyler Boyd bet mm. yet. Yep. So I'm up three. I always knew once it comes time to pay up, I'll be up. I knew that. And when are we gonna cut this off? Is it after draft? Is it after the draft? You're 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 I'm asking a question. No,
3: you're truly one of the most unbelievable people I've ever met in my life. I always I took it as knew a compliment. I always knew I'd be up. You were down, you just picked up nine on one game, and you're up by three on me. Yeah which means I'm up. It was a dumb bet by me. Well,
4: first, if Purdue, first legitimate thing you said. Yeah. No, I said it. Yeah. Look, there's tweet, tweets out there. It was a dumb bet. So dumb bet by me. We can't go, so we won't have a show. Next time we have a show, the final four will be set. Correct. So is there a game right now that you want to make a cigar bet on? See, unlike you, I'm not one of these guys, I got the lead. Oh, I'm only going to take like the bets when I think they're super in my favor. Like. Okay, I'll give you, you pick the game and, and decide, and I'll I'll decide if I disagree, and then I'll take the other team. Um, I mean, just for fun, I'll just I'll just take the points of Arkansas. Let's have some fun. So I'm looking at three and a half here. No. I got to get the best number. That's Hold not, on. that's not. A b- Hold on. Hold you're looking on. on. I got to get the best number. Right I don't want to, I don't need that. I don't need that. Hold on. What is it? Wager talk. But people, I mean, people, do you realize what I have to deal with here with this guy? I'm
3: seeing three and a half. I'm not anywhere. You can look. There's a big board right there, Sean, right behind you. It has a number on it, and it'll say four. I thought the Dookie's going to blow them out anyways. It's a bad matchup. I think they are, but All right. I just want to make sure. Give that half that. a point might matter. Give me that four. Hold oh, on. That's the only one I would bet you on, unless you like the over in Houstonville. no, 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 no. No, no. No, and I, I, I I'm with you on Miami a little bit I don't I don't wouldn't lay the six and a half with Kansas I mean if you want to go nuts I'll, I'll take Kansas money line
4: for one cigar straight up I'm tempted but I'm not but I like <laughs> I think that's a bad matchup for Kansas I really do okay Miami's athletic they have multiple guys that can shoot through three multiple guys that can handle the basketball this be an interesting game. Be a very very interesting game. I mean, you could bury me. You could. Uh, maybe I think about. It. I don't know. I'm thinking about. It. Do I do two to one odds for you? Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, anybody that's uh, in the horse wagering, uh, a couple of my good friends that are in town, they love a horse in the Louisiana Derby tomorrow called Zozos. Epicenter will be the favorite in that race. They love Zozos. I'm probably gonna sit that race out because I want Epicenter to win because I want him to be the Post-time favorite for the Derby. But I am putting a Derby future bet on a Philly. Her name is Secret Oath. She's going to run in the Arkansas Derby, which is coming up. d Lucas trains her. d getting older. I think he's trying to pull that whole winning colors magic back out of his back pocket. So I'm going to roll with Secret Oath. If you do love horse can Echo Zulu, who was champion two-year-old Philly, is First time back in the races on tomorrow. So it'll be interested to see how she runs. Be a big favorite, but happy to see Echo Zulu and her connections back in the track. I give you two to one on on Miami I'm on here.
3: I'm gonna be the one who's gonna take bets when I have the lead. Mm-hmm. When they benefit. Talking all this talk, not gonna take the bet. Alright, we'll wrap things up. Give you your thoughts on the Elite Eight games next.
2: This is the Nightcap on v the Sports Betting Network.
3: The KFC chicken sandwich is served hot and straight from the fryer. That's why it's finger licking good. Order the KFC chicken sandwich today. All right, wrapping things up. We got Hoops Peterson coming up top of the hour. I'm sure, he'll have his thoughts on the Elite Eight games. They are all set. We've got spreads. We've got it all ready to go. Uh, once again, if you're just joining us after the games have concluded, we've got Kansas and Miami. That'll be the early game on Sunday, 2:20 Eastern tip-off in Chicago. With the consensus line being Kansas laying six and a half, which is what the closing line was against Providence and a total of 148. And uh, here at Circa, it's a little bit shaded towards Miami, minus six and 147 and a half. And then UNC and St. Peter's, that is UNC minus eight with a total of 137. That game will tip off at 505 in Philadelphia as the Peacocks continue
2: Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession.
1: But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's
5: covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Several 15 seed to make it to the Elite Eight, and
3: uh, certainly the highest combined seed numbers we've ever had in a... Sweet 16 game with an eight versus a 15. So let's start with the night one uh, first, Sean. We've given a, given a couple thoughts, but St. Peter's taking on UNC here at circuits, an eight and a half. You can get an eight if you do like UNC, but if you like the Peacocks, you can catch uh, the eight and a half. You were riding with the Peacocks today. Yep. You keep rolling with them.
4: No, UNC by 15. It's a bad matchup for St. Peter's. they loving Davis. They won't be affected by that pressure man-to-man defense like Purdue's guards were. And uh, Baca is – is he didn't get the accolades that Williams and Edie get from Purdue, but he's better all-around low post-player offense and defense than either one of those guys. And then you got the, the headband over there knocking down threes. Pretty manage. Yeah, I mean, the only way the St. Peters could even stay close in this game is by some way they got Love and Davis in foul trouble, which I don't think they'll do. So I think North Carolina – one of those games with North Carolina, probably up seven, eight at the half, and they end up winning by 15, 16.
3: Armando Bacot, to your point tonight, 14 points, 15 rebounds, eight offensive boards. Uh, so that might be something, you know, I, with the big boys tonight in Edie and uh, and Williams really couldn't get it going on the offensive glass. Now they don't overwhelm you with size, but Brady Manick is, you know, six, nine, uh, but he's more of a, a, you know, outside shooter. Didn't shoot all that well tonight, but still 13 points for him. And uh, the big one was Caleb Love, who so, was just absolutely sensational. 64-61 is the score. And in a blink of an eye, it's a 67-64 game for UNC.
4: Yeah, and if you told me who's earned their way to this game, I mean, North, Carolina, North Carolina beat Shaka as a dog, blew yep. him out. Yep. Number one seed, Baylor. Defending champs. With the headband getting kicked out, which they were up 25, gave it up. Most teams wilt in overtime. They extended and covered in overtime, and then UCLA. Man, I I know it's probably a sad evening for the Bruins fans, but UCLA probably played about as good a game as you could play tonight. They just ran into a guy in the second half for North Carolina and Love that just went bananas, you know. But even up until Bacot makes that save on the ball going out of bounds, UCLA is up three. Looks like they're about to secure the rebound, and North Carolina's gonna have to get into. Foul. Hope UCLA misses free throws to get back in that game. So, just the the teams that North Carolina has beaten, I think it's extremely impressive. You know, again, I think it's a bad matchup for St. Peter's. You know, uh, so I like North Carolina to cover and cover comfortably. Yeah, and
3: uh, yeah, to your point, UNC has now beaten uh, two of the Final Four teams from last year, and uh, UCLA was a preseason top five team. Uh, I know Baylor was uh, short handed dealing with the injuries to Crier and Chama but hey, uh, they get it done. Underdog, both of those games, they win both of them. So UNC lay an eight against St. Peter's. And then the early game has Miami uh, as the 10 seed and their road, a win over USC, a win over Auburn, and and then a win tonight uh, over Iowa State. Uh, Miami now 3-0 ATS in this tournament, and they're catching six and a half with a total
4: of 148. See, I like Miami in this game. Uh, Quiet is kept. Miami has four guys that that average double figures. Miami's athletic. Miami can knock down a three. They have an elite guard play. And kind of the anti-argument for me when it comes to Kansas, where I feel like North Carolina's really earned their way here, I feel like Kansas really had a smooth trip. I mean, they beat Texas Southern, Creighton, Providence. Mm -hmm. You know, so they really hadn't played. I agree. You know, anybody, in my opinion, with the talent level of Miami. So, I think it's a, a bad matchup for them as well because I think Miami causes a lot of issues. Go back and look at that Auburn game. They got Keesler in foul trouble early. They harassed Jabari Smith into a bad shooting night. They turned Auburn's guards over. Like, I can see an undisciplined player like Remy Martin getting in early foul trouble. And as good as uh was it is that say his name? Oche Abaje. Obaje. Uh, well, as good as he is. He hadn't really been great, especially offensively. You know, we've kind of been inconsistent. They need a, a her, 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 Herculean. Herculean effort out of him, in my opinion, to just win this game. So I'm definitely taking the six and a half with Miami. Uh, I'm going to take Miami first half points and money line, and I'm going to take Miami game points and money line, because I think Miami is playing at an extremely high level, and I think this is a bad matchup for Kansas.
3: Uh personally I wouldn't go that far. Um I do think the six and a half, it's it's a little rich, especially with the way Miami's playing and their guards. Um, you know, they they eventually took that game over. Um, McGusty today was was tremendous. Twenty-six points or twenty-seven points. I don't want to shortchange him. And then, you know, Charlie Moore, you look at that box score every night, man, and he's just filling it up with assists. It is it's really impressive to watch this veteran guard who's been, you know, all over the place over his career. And uh, finishes with nine, uh, eight assists against Auburn, nine assists tonight. So he's playing really well uh, there for for Miami. I think this is a great matchup. I, I do. I think you know the size uh, McCormick could take advantage uh, if if we get the good McCormick. That's the question. Are we, what what McCormick are we going to get? Jalen Wilson, I think, could pose some issues uh, matchup wise there. He had a good game tonight. Um, so I think I uh, Kansas do does win, but uh, I would roll with with uh, with Miami plus six and a half. I would. Sure. All right, let's let's uh, let's get to the uh, games tomorrow and our final uh, moments here. And let's start with uh, your Dukies against Arkansas.
4: I love Duke in this game. You know, I just think Arkansas has a lot of the same issues that Texas Tech had when it comes to playing Duke. I just don't think Arkansas is as good on defense as Texas Tech is. And Duke has five guys that can actually put the ball on the floor and get to the basket. They have four guys who can spot up, knock down threes. Think about this. I don't think Trevor Keel scored. And Duke beat Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Yep. So I wouldn't expect him, who a lot of people a lot of people think is a first round draft pick as well to come out and have that kind of game again. So I just think that eventually they overwhelm Arkansas because of their elite talent on offense. I'm probably going to money line bet Duke just because on defense Duke has lows. So I just I, I don't trust them all the time to to gain big leads and keep them. Well, but I, I love Duke here on the money line. Um, I don't really have a strong thought one way or the other. I actually
3: would lean Arkansas plus the points. Um, I, I think their tempo could give Duke some issues. I think it's going to be a track meet. And like I said, I think Musselman really thrives in the role of, of being an underdog. So, I don't know if I'll personally bet this one. If I did, I would probably take the points with, with Arkansas. But so, so let me Duke ask you. was Duke was so impressive to close out that game. I mean, that, I, I you know.
4: Let me ask you a question right yeah. quick. I'm going to change your mind. No, you're not. Because we got to get to another game. They beat Gonzaga by six. But that margin was not representative of the, how close the game was. Gonzaga shot five of 21 from three, 23%. And they, Arkansas kind of hung around because of that. I don't see any way possible that Duke and those shooters Shoot that 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 bad. I just don't see it possible. Yeah, I mean, good, I just wonder if Arkansas can keep up.
3: Yeah, I mean, J.D. note Are we going to get a hot performance from him? We've seen him, you know, have some yeah. He'll some present some games. issues.
4: He'll present some issues, but
3: Jalen Williams, I think, is a, is a big that Texas Tech didn't have anyone of the athletic ability of someone like Jalen Williams. I think yeah. Jalen
4: Williams. But Mark Williams is, is is he gives different problems for
3: Williams. The question to me, Sean, is is. Duke would have lost, in my opinion, if they stayed
4: man-to-man yesterday. Yeah, well, you can play Arkansas man-to-man. They don't have that many guys, mm. in my Te- they're better. They're better than Texas Tech offensively. I know, but I just I don't think – They were getting they beat are. by Texas
3: Tech. All right, last thought uh, on Villanova taking on Houston. Uh, for me, I uh, I like the under. I, I played the under. Uh, these are two teams playing at snail's pace right now, uh, about 60-61 possessions per game elite defenses especially for Houston um, would lean Houston to win this game uh, but I really like the under I played one Houston
4: later two and a half this is when the college basketball gods finally spanked Jay Wright for not wearing suits this season <laughs> it all comes back because of the wardrobe I like Houston let's go Coops. all right there's Captain Peacock with his big call great call by him
3: I'm Tim Murray we're back on Monday we'll have a final four Hoops Peterson next